Dry humping, yes, dry humping, of course. <laughs> Cave cheese. <laughs> I wasn't a Boy Scout, but I had friends that were. Yes. What the, fuck? A... <laughs> the dick soak method. Bill, beautiful, perfect. Yeah, that's the sound of a Bloody Mary being poured out of a a thingy into a glass. A shaker. Thanks for thanks for listening to uh, what do we call this critical mass? I th- I think we're still critical mass. Okay, for now, we're in a dark, dank basement, and uh, it's raining outside. Aren't we always? But there's all kinds of bright happiness going on down here. For now, I mean, we haven't uh, even started yet. Yeah, so here we are. Uh, cue the music. Jeez. Cue, um, cue the music. I don't have that button. <laughs> we have a very. Uh, Actually, we you know what we have? It's a historic day. It is a historic day today. Because we have our first returning guest on the show. We do, we do. But we're going to introduce him in a moment. Yeah, Let's get he through... sucks. Well, he's... he's <laughs> well, his name... <laughs> he's a doctor, mm-hmm. remember. But we're going to bring him in uh, from the green room in a minute. Um, we're going to do our vocab. And I know the doctor has a vocab for us today, too. Oh, I'm really great. excited to hear about it when we get there. Yeah. Um, but uh, let's jump right into vocab, Dan. Yeah. Um, I've, I was reading uh, another uh, medical journal, Penthouse, and um, good yeah. stuff, solid Again, stuff. You're, you're reading more peer-reviewed journals, and I like that about you. Thank you. Thank you. So I got a word I'm very confused about. Fornication. Fornication. Do you know what that is? Uh, fornication. Uh, <clears throat> no. You don't? <laughs> I, I can guess. Okay, take <clears throat> a guess. I believe fornication um, is an act that you do with an old, like, medieval instrument. Oh. Uh, there was a song written by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Talk about it a lot. Okay. And it was a medieval... Yeah, it's a medieval, like... Uh, well, you use, in- you know, like a medieval, like, fiddle. Yeah. Uh, and when you play that, that's called fornication. Okay, okay. I thought... Uh, I was thinking more along the lines of, like, you know how we abbreviate everything nowadays? Sure. Like, you know, like a four-night vacation? Yeah. You know, a fornication. You know, we're going on a no. fornication. Me and the family. To be serious, ha- I think you're right. I think that's what it is. Me and my kids... Our fornication, are, right. are going on a fornication. Fornica- yeah, that doesn't sound weird at all. That's what the kids do now. They, yeah, that's what the kids do. Hyphenate and short. Exactly, and... exactly. Do you have one for me today? Yeah, um, I heard this at a party I was at. Someone yeah, someone mentioned it, and I was like, "What the fuck is it?" Yeah, they said menage a trois. Menage a trois. Yeah, yeah, that Dan, you're such a fool. Oh, you're such a fool. <laughs> a menage a trois, okay, is a French dessert. Ah, okay. It did sound French. It's uh, it's three it's three pieces. Okay. Okay. Of of cookie, 
and a whole lot of cream. Hence the trois. Yes, exactly. Meaning three. A whole lot of cream. Okay, just, a lot of cream. just so much cream, you get it all over your face. <laughs> oh, wow. You get it all over your chin. You know, you want to share it with, like, a woman, and usually another woman. If you're yeah, feeling I froggy, heard, you get yeah, another guy there. Yeah, the, this friend at this party, I overheard him say that he wants to have a menage. Of course. Well, yeah, You and you got to go to France, okay. and you go to this bakery. Um, I can't remember the name. I think it's Frere Jacques. Frere Jacques' Baker. Uh, There's a song about the bakery. I see. And there you get a menage a trois. You get the cream all over your face. It's good. It's good stuff. It's delicious. Now that we've gotten through that uh, ridiculousness, uh, let's go ahead and bring uh, Dr. Cox out of uh, the green room. Dr. Cox, how are you doing today? Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, buddy. Sorry about that green room, by the way. It's pretty disgusting. It's disgusting in there. Well, it's not easy being green. <laughs> so I think, uh, did Kermit the Frog say that? Yes, he did. Something. He, I think there's even a song. There might be. There mm. might be. So, um, Dr. Richard Cox, uh, how, how have you been since you're our first well, returning guest? Right, he has vocab. And, and, and I, you know, I'm, I'm thankful that you guys uh, asked how I am. I'm doing uh, extremely well. Awesome. And, uh, I, I like to uh, accomplish a lot of first, and uh, not only being the first official returning guest, I am the first to uh, receive a lap dance while on the show. I've got my uh, bitch here, Alizé, and she uh, has me thoroughly aroused. Yes, he brought his dog. Lap. Yeah, um, you're crossing a few lines here. One, um, Rockness is extremely allergic. <laughs> Well, and she goes to the, the, the groomer. She's a hypoallergenic. Oh, she good. is hypoallergenic. Yeah. Yes, she loves to snuggle. <laughs> Only she the hosts are allowed that, to get that, that tongue of hers in methodical ways. <laughs> Jesus, did you have a vocab for us? Yes, you had a vocab. So, so, so yes. Well, I'm thoroughly enjoying my uh, lap dance, the first of the uh, show series. Yeah. Um, the the word of the day that I like to bring to the the table is in fuck structure. In fuck structure. In fuck structure. Yeah, you guys want to dabble into uh, what that may mean? Now, are you going to teach us what it means, or do you need us to explain it to you? Well, I, I, I do believe by the uh, end of today's uh, show, uh, the, the audience will definitely have their <laughs> own understanding of what in fuck structure is. Well, I could give you a breakdown. <laughs> Let's, yeah, absolutely, Dan. Go, so, in fuck structure is, uh, let's say, roadways, um, bridges, uh, things that allow the economy to move. Sure. Um, so an infrastructure would be uh, things that allow sex to move. Um, that would be uh, porn websites or even porn stores, uh, bedding. Toys, toys, uh, lingerie, and safety. Toys, words. lingerie, safety. Yeah, that's in fuck structure. In fuck uh, things structure. That, things that essentially bind all those elements together. Well, I, I, you know, happen. I may be pronouncing it wrong. Okay. Uh, it, and you know, the exa- there are examples: uh, buildings, roads, power supplies. Right. Um, basically, a, any commodity that makes the, uh, the 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 daily bump and grind a bit easier. And it's uh, actually bump and defined. Grind. That's a good one. The, the, the bump <laughs> I like and that. grind. <laughs> But the the, uh, the the the, the, ah. the actual definition is the basic physical and organizational structures 
and facilities needed for the operation of a societal or enterprise. Okay, so you went with the Latin version. Yeah, I like that. No, it's good. I think com- <laughs> coming off my tongue, I like when cum comes off my tongue. Nice. Um, oh. You know, it may, it may be a bit more of a, an earthling rendition. I see. Fair enough, fair enough. So um, today, uh, you know, Dr. Dr. Richard Cox um, – Throughout my life, I would say since high school, I've come to you. So about four years ago. Four years ago. I've come to you with questions of science, with questions of knowledge. Yeah. And in your own way, you've you've always answered those questions. Um, and I've actually found 99.9% of the time you're correct when it comes to the science. Um, actually, I don't remember the last time you were wrong, as it may pain me to say these things. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I'm sure yesterday or even this morning. So. <laughs> But so you, you last time on the show you made some predictions regarding um, like weather patterns because we were talking about that was the last episode you were on was um, donkey punching the skeptics gl- climate change it's here it's clear get used to it that was the name of the title or that was yeah. the name of the episode right. you made some predictions about what our summer was going to be like absolutely and um, he was right he was actually right spot, do you want to talk on, about that spot for a minute on forecast and you, are, you know are you the devil. Well, <laughs> so, you know, some might say that I'm the Antichrist. Uh, it, wow. it all depends on who you're asking, or some may say that I'm a, I don't know, a gift from God. So a little, a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. And, sure. Fair enough. You, you know, I kept a, a, it a surprise today, really, what the uh, intercourse or is it discourse of our conversation <laughs> would be on the show. Um, Please. But but we we did have some uh, predictions and, and claims based on evidence from the last uh, time we all got together. And some of the, the you know the things that I, I do recall that we brought up were one we were we're talking about a uh, storm season and in particularly the Atlantic hurricane season and we mentioned that it started early there was a big storm in May and that I'd made the prediction that we'd see uh, multiple um, storms of high intensity and in fact that prediction did come true as unfortunate as it was for all those that it's impacted because it's impacted not just those directly, but all of us indirectly as well. Absolutely. And I also made the other prediction that I wish wasn't the, you know, fruition of it, but uh, the summer forecast for good old Rochester, New York, the rock, um, I I predicted that it would be a a cool and wet summer season. Now, I, I didn't make a prediction on our fall being a traditional August, but I'll tell you, I thoroughly enjoyed it as much as I am the slap dance right now. That's very true. Um, and if if you'll note the time and the date, um, that episode about climate change, you know, that was before the two hurricanes, the one that hit Houston mm-hmm. and the one that hit Puerto Rico happened. And um, Dr. Cox here actually called it, not and specifically. Florida. And yeah, Florida. there was about a two-week period there of yeah. just like three or four hurricanes. Yeah. One of which didn't make uh, landfall in America. Jose, no. I believe it was. Yeah, was that the one that decimated Puerto Rico? Uh, might have been. Ho- Jose, uh, to my knowledge, had little impact, kind of just staggered around the yeah. Atlantic from what I recall. Yeah. Um, we, we, we started out the tragic chain of events with Harvey... Um, just inundating uh, the coastal region around the, the city of Houston in Texas. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we went to um, Irene that had a huge impact, you know, throughout the Caribbean, the Caribbean islands, 
and uh, the Florida Keys. Yeah. Um, oh, you know, Florida as well. Um, I mean, we saw places with floodwaters, Miami and uh, much further north. And then the, the tragic season continued with Maria mm-hmm. devastating the island of Puerto Rico. That's what it was. Where Puerto Rico, um, you know, is unfortunate. The infuck structure was pretty... Uh, pretty fucked. Fucked. Completely and, uh, fucked. You know, some of the, the early estimates were that they'd be without power for months. Yeah. I apologize if this is material already used, but or if I've even said this, but is there not a black person's hurricane yet? You mean you know? as the name? Yeah. Why haven't we seen Hurricane Shaniqua? <laughs> you know, and that, that takes me to the, the to the next solid point. Jesus. Um <laughs> Oh, okay, we, there's Maria, Jose, We Harvey. witnessed, well, uh, you know? we, we have Ophelia to talk about. Ophelia. 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 Which a is a hurricane that made landfall in Great Britain and Ireland. No way. Towards the end of the season, and I, I, I got a little bit of uh, literature that I, I brought with me here. Wow. Dr. Anna, Cox comes prepared. O- Ophelia, and according to the reports, this was the... Uh, Worst Atlantic storm in 60 years that Ireland experienced. They actually closed the school systems down the, the day before for that day when the storm was going to yeah. impact the um, United Kingdom and Ireland. And from what I'm looking at here... Like what it, happened to all of the potatoes? The, well, you know, that, that great potato famine and that, that amazing uh, bag of... Uh, potatoes that I picked up yesterday. Mm. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I, I got my uh, cock pot. For football this afternoon, I'm going to bring with me with some mm. nice stewed potatoes going mm. in it. Will there be wieners well, in your cockpot? Well, right now I I, I I like a good old rump. Okay, mm. roast. A good old rump Don't roast. We? So. we do. We all do. But so I have a question. So, how often does like Ireland, Great Britain, that whole area? How often do they get we're, hurricanes? Well, we're looking at quite the unique event because this is the North Atlantic, and we're talking the northeastern. Atlantic from yeah. center of the Atlantic Ocean so, basin, the North Atlantic. So this isn't something this, that this happens. Is, so this is the worst storm in sixty years that Damn. they've received, which you know is above and beyond just you know in the realm of science. This this is a huge event, and from what I'm looking at here, it hit as either a Category Two or a Category Three. Jesus. So I mean, okay. So going along this path. And I know we already had an episode about this. I know we already talked about this, but like I can't help but go back. Doctor, would you say that this is another sign pointing towards or the apocalypse? No, glo- glo- or uh, climate change. Yeah. Climate change is the correct term to use. And you know, I haven't elaborated much on where I'd like to go with today's show. I've got my benevolent agenda, of course. Of course, yeah. but. Uh, We've looked at the evidence that supports, yes, in fact, there is climate change. Yes. All right? It's it's real. I'd like to move more into the causal factors of it. So kind of like what I do on the daily bump and grind five days a week, I set the stage. Now I'm going to really create the investment where I'm going to get you to wrestle with an idea here. Okay. I'm I'm all ears. Here's where I'm going to open it up. I'm going to have everybody take something out that you brought with you today that's important to you. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to hold up my bloody mary. Dan now, I, has his car keys. I, I, I may have to use this as a new pickup line cuz I uh 
never see so many pants unzipped that quick. In a, <laughs> yeah, if we had a pants wow. unzipped uh, I, I asked them sound, to take something that. out that they brought that was important, mm-hmm. and man, I've never had uh, well, that, I have that many people. Well, I have shorts on, so there's no sound effect for that. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> reach for that. Dan, I hope it's cold in here. Because so I, I, I'm, it's I'm very hot. <laughs> My balls are sagging low. Oh, God. It, well, while everybody thoroughly enjoys the, the, their, their item of significance that they pulled out. Okay. Because I know I am. And this lap dance, man, it's hitting the spot this morning. <laughs> um, I, I, I'm awful curious. So, you know, we'll, we'll go around the table and have everybody share what they brought with them today. Okay. I brought a glass of Bloody Mary. All right. Could you elaborate a bit? What, what went into making that glass of Bloody Mary? Okay, uh, can I uh, describe what went into the Bloody Mary itself? Is that what you? Absolutely. Okay, so I took tomato juice, uh, horseradish, Worcestershire sauce, mm-hmm. uh, black pepper, Tabasco, garlic powder, a little bit of pickle juice, um, and vodka. I, I like when my pickles tickled. So mm-hmm. I, I'm curious. How much water went into making that pickle that made the pickle juice? Would you approximate? Any idea? Oh, it's probably like... Gallons for one pickle. Well, for water? Or for gallons of water? Yeah. For a pickle? I don't... I mean, I don't know. If you pickle a pickle... How do you... We pickle cucumber, right? And it's in water, right? And vinegar. And vinegar. I I, I do believe pickles are derivatives of cucumbers in some fashion. Yeah. So... uh, you know, it would be what, like fifty uh, percent water, seventy five percent, and the pickle juice itself. I, I, and the I, juice, I'd say that's a fair. Yeah, estimate. but I mean, you got the farmers that have to farm it. So Correct. There's all the irrigation involved, <clears throat> and there's the uh, bottled water that they got to drink during the day. And yeah. let's bring in, let's bring in the tomato, and the tomato the, to make the tomato juice. So yeah, the same thing. The garlic. Probably, Probably fifty to seventy-five percent water, but we're talking about the farming. Yeah, that makes sense. Now, what was the process to get those supplies, commodities, mm-hmm. to the store that you purchased them at? What, um, what happened well, along the, Mexican, the way there? He's got to pick the. Well, yeah, the, the migrant worker picks all of the right, and then vegetables. They put it on a cart. They and put they put it on a truck. Yeah, and then the truck drives it to the store. And then they have to unload it, and then it has to be quantified, and any then water, it's stocked. Any, any water going into getting it from the farm, the agricultural setting, to the setting where they probably wash it's, it's purchased. They so probably wash so the water. Probably wash it. You got to wash the. You got to wash it, and then what about this big truck that brought it there? Is that truck ever washed? Yeah, yeah the truck is washed. The truck is washed. How is the bottled water gas for the migrant workers acquired that runs that truck? Uh, mining or uh, well, mining for gas, not mining, drilling for drilling. Oil. And, and is there water going into these here said drilling operations? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to mention water that the they workers gotta cool are probably... the machines and they gotta, you know, give well, the, the, the workers get thirsty. They yeah. gotta, they gotta extract it from. Right. The rock, if they're hydrofracking, they're That's using right. high-power pressure water. Right. Okay. And lots of it. I'm liking where this is going. I can't wait to hear the, the, the crescendo here. Okay. So what else? And, and my, my curiosity. Yes. That, that, that truck that brought in the tomatoes, that yeah. brought in the pickles, yeah. that brought in that garlic, that brought in everything that you mentioned, all those ingredients, the pepper. Yeah. I'm holding up my drink now. Yes. Did it, did, did it drive 20 minutes? No. Oh, probably more than that. Well, so all that what, shit's probably from California. Well, what impact did that truck making? Now we're talking California. That that's 
I'm going to guess 2,500 mile trip. Yeah, one way. I would say conservatively. What yeah. Impact did that have? Well, well the truck uh, let on our planet CO2 driving emissions, uh, CO2 into emissions into the atmosphere. That's okay. I see where this is. So going it's on. polluting the atmosphere. Yeah, we're also uh, are those actually devaluing uh, not only the the parts of the of the machine, the the truck. So maintenance. Which, yeah, maintenance on the truck, which means we'll have to mine for more materials to make new trucks because of so it. So Earth's and, natural resources. Right, and um, wow, we're we're damaging the Earth's actual agriculture because we're at, we're just mining and digging out of the Earth. Soil erosion, things like that. We're penetrating Mother Earth, and vitamins she doesn't and like minerals, it. Vitamins and minerals are being sucked out of the Earth. Mother we're, Earth is like one of Harvey Weinstein's victims. It just she just yeah. keeps getting it, and we're you know she wants. And then part. on that truck. Uh, journey from California here, that truck driver inevitably stopped and bought plastic products yeah, and created yeah. waste. And, and, yeah. You know, yeah. that was something that I, I had on my, my uh, agenda to bring up today. All those plastics, and let's even take it a step backwards. Yeah. There's plastic in the truck. There's right. metal in the truck. Right. There's rubber in the truck. Oh, yeah. So for example, I got some interesting uh, information here, and I, I was curious. I didn't know all this stuff as I was... Uh, you know, brainstorming ideas for today's show. But for example, um, it takes 70 gallons of water to produce one gallon of gas. Yeah. It what? takes, yeah, 70 gallons of water to produce one gallon of gas. The good news is that there's a lot of water on the earth. It's the good news. I mean, I, I mean, if it was a finite resource, we'd all be fucked, I'm saying. I mean, it, I guess it is a finite and, resource and in th- this theory. This is a great topic to talk about. Yeah, is water I'm, finite? I, I don't know. Or yeah. Well, that's why infinite? you're here. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm going to have the audience wrestle with it, and yeah. as we've discussed before. Yeah, so the question, never, uh, just so I understand the question. Well, wait, wait. Rain but I'm going to give you the space on both sides. <laughs> well, no, okay, I want to understand the question. Hang on. The question is, the overarching question of today that we're going to try and answer or at least pose to our listeners. And listeners, listen up. Listener. Use, use the comment section below. Use the comment section below. And, oh, Mike Piccioli. All right. <laughs> um, use the comment section below. Is water a finite resource? Is that the question? I, I, I'd love to hear it. Yeah. Okay. Audience. Is it finite right. or is it infinite? Well, let's talk about and it. And even with that, I, I want to run some more of these mind-blowing. Because I, I, I love blowing. He, he does, Doctor Cox. I, I, I do. It, it, it's definitely something I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah, I'm aroused by that. Oh. So here, here's some other things. It takes 120,000 gallons of water to produce a small car. Now we're talking. You know, I, I'm not the big saint here. I'm not no perfect angel. I got a pickup truck. That's yeah. no small car. Yeah. All right? right. And these big trucks that we're talking about carrying these products. They're made of plastic. Now I want I want to go to plastic here because this one is and metal and really really sadness. interesting. It takes twenty four gallons of water to make one pound of everyday material known as plastic. All right. Uh, now think about the clothing that we're all wearing today. Yeah. Okay. Well, Dan's not wearing. It any takes one thousand three hundred and twenty gallons to make the cotton to go into one t shirt. Wow. So. All these 
rock this materialistic it, it, it items so that we're guilty. talking about. I mean, and I use it, you know, so many t-shirts. I am a glutton. Oh my god, you know how many t-shirts I have? I don't even want to know. You don't even want to know. No, they're all Star Wars too. I know and they are. Here, here's an interesting one. And, and going them. back to in fuck structure. In fuck structure. 240 gallons of water to make a cell phone. Jesus, and I've owned like 40 of those in my so time. So there's not only plastics in these. I know, they last There's metals. Months. We've got the components of the battery, yeah, which is a resource that we're stripping and yep. extracting from our planet. I like the word stripping. Stripping. It's an interesting word. Yes. But just thinking about this stuff. And what what goes into making a cell phone that we rely so heavily on, the automobiles that we rely so heavily on. And then we we look at, you know, just think of the vehicles that we all brought here today. I'm driving a vehicle that's 18 years old. Yeah. Is that doing a bigger benefit that I drive an 18-year-old vehicle to the environment where I repair it, keep it running, knowing that it's not meeting today's emission standards, yeah, that, that's the age-old question. Do you buy a hybrid or do you continue to keep the vehicle that you have so as to stop pulling the resources out of the earth to make a it, new car? It, if I trade up, the right. vehicle's going to either go into wholesale. Right. They're going to strip it for the parts. Right. It's going to sit gonna in the field. It's going it, to sit in the field gonna somewhere. Rot. It's going right. to leak. Yeah. Yeah. But release. at the same time, your gas mileage is poor and your emissions are poor. Yeah. So... My brain hurts. My brain hurts. You know, my brain hurts too. So I want. I want. I, I got a second word of the day. Okay. Sustainable, or sustainability. Sustainability of a, of a boner. And, and, and I'm not talking about my. my I can't my, sustain my, anymore. My, my, my wow. Richard Cox here. But okay. what's more sustainable for our planet? Me driving the old pickup truck, or me trading up getting a brand new one? Where? You know, what would be the better one? Because if I buy a new truck, they're going to make another yeah. truck. Well, to sell. now we're talking about uh, the politics of the economy because you want people to be able to buy new vehicles as well. So if you buy a, a new hybrid, a Toyota Prius, for example, mm-hmm. and let's just say these things have a great. I've been looking at life, one. I'm going to be honest with you. I've been, I've been looking at one. Yeah. Well, let's say you get one and the guy says, this will last you 20 years. Well, that's great, but at the same time, you know Toyota doesn't want you coming back to the lot two decades from now. They want you trading in that vehicle yep. in, a f- in a few years yeah, so that they can pull more resources out of the earth, yep. create more jobs, build another car that you don't technically need mm-hmm. so that money can get transferred around. Yep. I mean, this is really about capitalism. In, in marketing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is about ca- and there's so, our there's economy, so many... the way it's built, and unfortunately, the way the the world is built now is one where you have to. It, it's at odds with sustainability because we want to create and and create and create and create more shit and yep. buy more shit constantly. Yep. If we all said, "Hey, hey, hey, the Earth is unhealthy. We need to stop pulling shit out of the Earth and spending thousands and billions of gallons of water to make a T-shirt," let's let's chill out with our T-shirts then no one would have a job anymore. You know, it's interesting you mentioned T-shirt, because I, I, I did wear a interesting one today just for the show. That yes. is a great show. Uh, Dr. Says, Richard Cox is wearing a shirt that says, Geologists know how to make the bedrock. Yeah. We, 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 we in fact, do. See, it takes a 
little bit of this water we're talking about and burial compaction and one of my favorite words, cementation. Cementation. <laughs> to put the rocks together. Exactly. So how much water does it take for me to sustain an erection? You know, it's an interesting uh, question. Well, and you, I, I, wait, I did I'm come in prepared Are you under with, a waterfall at the moment? No, it's, I mean, I, the, I, the answer I, is a gallon. Oh. Well, <laughs> actually, a single gallon. <laughs> ac- actually, it says if the average person drinks a gallon of water each day and lives for about thirty thousand days, that will be equivalent to thirty thousand gallons of water consumed over your lifetime. So I, I, I know myself. Yeah, I have an no erection nonstop. Water a day. And you're going to need that water to have the erection. Well, yeah, exactly. I need. I mean, it's not the problem. The problem isn't getting the erection; it's keeping it. Okay. But well, that's why you just got to have the, the bitch that I brought. To yeah, give you a your fucking dog. Long, just, right? That dog sucks. You got to get creative in the bedroom. You got yeah, exactly. a little bit of peanut butter, little wandering tongues. Oh my god! For foreplay, <laughs> exactly. It leads to the pornication. I prefer five play, but that's okay. Wandering tongues, Rockness's manifesto. My new book. <laughs> It's at Oprah's book club. <laughs> Wandering tongues. Get it today so, at Walmart. We, we, we did go off on a tangential. We did. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, tangential. Tangential. And I, I you know, I was curious. What, what, yes. What did you bring with you today, Dan? That oh is yeah, I of, brought of importance. Well, I brought. I showed up um, in a vehicle, so I, I showed my Late. car keys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I got you know my car is important. We were just talking about what goes into a car. Absolutely, and you know, just like you, I I, I pulled out my keys. Yeah, I and love how the I, two of you pulled out I, keys, and I showed alcohol. <laughs> like, yeah. they have a problem. And, and, and I the alcohol was really, you know, it was interesting. I, I didn't know what you guys would pull out. I, I was surprised that you guys unzipped your pants so quick. And yeah, well, yeah. we didn't want to have the same Again, thing. I have a drawstring, but yeah, I know. Sometimes it's even just to pull it out from the bottom, you know, through the leg. Yeah, I've done that to pee yeah. when camping. Anyway. Camping. Camping. So, <laughs> Dan, you know, we, we started going into it where we, we look at what goes into making that automobile, all the resources. There's a lot of plastics in the car. Lots. Plastics are hydrocarbons. <clears throat> hydrocarbons <clears throat> are the same thing that oil, natural gas, and coal are made out of. Yeah. So we, there's already concern of depleting those resources. Yeah. And now we're talking about what goes into making the metal, the paint for the automobile, the electronics of the automobile, the glass of the automobile. Yeah. So, you know, what I really want people to be thinking about. The sound proofing in the trunk. Exactly. (laughs) Those poor women. All right. And and, and how often are we getting the car washed? That's true. You know, can I just, can I, can I go on a slight, like a two second tangent on car washes? I have always wanted a person to go to Africa, like the Sudan, where they don't have any water, where the kids are like, I want some water. Just sit one of them down and explain a car wash to them in the United States. Just be like, yeah, we just, we just spray it all. Is it a bit? Yeah, I think so. Is it already a bit? Because I, I thought of it. It's in the ether. This is the thing. You know I thought of it, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone else had it as a bit. Yeah. And I'm sorry. I don't know who. If it's a bit, whoever you are, you're listening, I'm sorry. Well, they're not, but it's okay. And you, you know what's I, interesting, I about that. Rocco? Because of the location where we live, yep. we, we often take for granted that water may be finite, or is it infinite? And we, we've kind of posed that question to the audience for them to uh, kind of get back to us on their thoughts. Yeah. Well, we have the largest reservoir of water 
in our backyard, the Great Lakes. On this that's planet. true. That's very true. The largest and freshwater we were, reservoir, you, if you will. You're making this, uh, you know, jab at, at Sedan, Sedan for water. It's a great fundraiser that's been going on. Yeah, 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 so yeah. Give a little sales pitch, but in in all actuality, are there places in America? that have their struggles and challenges for water. For example, you bring up the car wash. Yeah. We've got this monstrosity of this uh, car washing enterprise, Delta Sonic, where they drag your car through on this conveyor belt like you're at the the supermarket where you put your food, all right, wasting all this water. Great, way, great place to smoke a bowl, though. Interesting enough. Rick, it's, we used to do that all the time. That. Let's get a car wash. Dude, we can bake out the car. Or, dude, and that's a freaking great idea. I've actually uh, I, I made a transformation. Yeah. Going to the, the laser wash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you're not on this big yep. conveyor belt. I use that now, too. And you're right. I, I, I was lost. I went out west. And, I you know, I'm using my phone trying to find the, the closest Delta Sonic. Yeah. Or... Uh, car wash that will drag my car through on this big conveyor belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't exist. You, you, it's all the laser washers. You pull in, and the thing comes up, up the side of your car, yeah. does all those bells and whistles. Also same, a great place same, to smoke. Same property. Right, right, right. They do have <laughs> cameras. you gotta, you got to look out for them. I've, I've kind of peeked. Oh, shit. But, um, you know, they they don't have these big monstrosity car washes that we have in the Northeast, out no. west, and in the Southwest in particular. Hmm. And I want to pose this. Are there states in the United States right now that are so stressed on their water and their water supply that they may run out in the next decade or decade or, or two decades? Hmm. Well, hmm. I've heard California struggles with their water. California's uh, just under about twenty years yeah. water supply. They've I got assume from out the west, it's, it's going to be rough. I mean, look Arizona, look New Mexico. Nevada. Arizona's looking at a water supply of less than ten years at present. Jesus. So and, are they, they all going to die? Well, here, here's the current, you know, um, piece that comes back. Yeah. Our Great Lakes water supply that we have here. Yeah. Do we share that with them? Why not? Do we bottle it, sell it, or pipe it? Why not, though? Why what's, not? What's going to go into doing all that? Yeah, and we bring the that, trucks back. Okay. I then see what you're saying. We, we, we've got the pipes. You're going to have to knock down ecosystems to build that type of infrastructure to yeah. get it there. Damn. You've opened my mind today to a lot of things. And I, and never I told thought you of. it was going to blow your mind away. Cause yeah, I mean, okay. So, okay. Okay. So, okay. A lot to digest. here. So especially I, that, that come the one thing that I can't stand about the current and I'm going to, this is going to be very brief. It's about orange face. Uh, um, the one thing I can't, not really, the, well, kind of, the one thing I can't stand about our country right now is our lost, our lost sense of community, right? Absolutely. We, we don't have a sense of community anymore in this country because of the Republicans and um, the because of Donald Trump. Yeah. It's we have a lost country. sense of community. Um, no one wants to be there for each other, right? So then you bring up the water in Arizona. And I think, again, I didn't even think of that. And that blows my mind. I'm, I'm being very serious. So- then you bring up the Great Lakes. We have the Great Lakes right here as like a, a fantastic reservoir of fresh water, right? And it's just like, well, dude, we got enough fucking water. Let's send it down to Arizona. I don't give a shit. They're they're a community. They're a part of our country. We should be supporting them. And no, then you I throw. They should just fucking move. Okay. Well, thanks, Dan. But okay. So moving forward, let's ignore Dan, everyone. Just ignore him. The rest of the show. <laughs> just ignore, my mic off. Just, I, I I think the audience is just. 
contemplating. Just, their, just turn, their just turn them off. So okay, but okay. So back sets, to my point. point. So I want, I want to help them because they're part of our country. They're they're our, they're people. They're United States citizens. But then you talk about piping the water. Then you talk about bottling the water, bottling the water and sending it. Now we're talking about resources. We're talking yeah. about plastic goes into bottles. Plastics. Water. We're talking about and to make that plastic bottle, you're using water to pollution. make pollution. We're talking about if we do a pipeline, destruction of ecosystems. So then it turns into begging the question, you know, if we're going to help them, how and when are we going to start having Star Trek teleporters? Because I feel like that's going to be the best way to do this. Well, let me ask you this. So I learned in. Uh, science class that matter is neither created nor destroyed absolutely sure so if we look at the water cycle we consume it we piss it out right goes back into the toilet toilet drains out into a sewer system sure cleans it goes back into our fresh water supply Eh, a lot of that gets, or some of it, I assume, gets uh, dragged up into the atmosphere and then gets rained on in higher elevations, drains down into our creeks, rivers, streams, goes back into the lakes, which we then pull from. Hemlock Lake, I believe, is where we get our drinking water. Hemlock yeah. Canadice, um, Cobbs Hill Reservoir, Lake mm-hmm. Ontario for the city of Rochester. Yep. Uh, so Poland Spring. There, there is another reservoir out in Rush as well, the Rush Reservoir. Yeah. Well, so, my question is, okay, so we're able to sustain ourselves probably with with this water supply, but why are we running out of water if matter is neither created nor destroyed? Why are places formed into one medium? Or okay. Another? What happened? So we, we water can be transformed. Now, here's the interesting. Uh, thought that I'd like everybody to kind of think about how populated is planet Earth right now? Over. I think the answer is over. Seven billion For people. For 700, right. I will take over. So <laughs> what year are we going to reach eight billion? Anybody, anybody oh curiously God. know what the current prediction is? I don't know, but China and India need to have fucking birth control. So yeah. eight billion or by just a genocide. 2024, wow. all of us sitting in, in the, the studio right now, are going to be around in 2024, where this planet hits 8 billion. Now, here's a question I want to We're going to have, like, three people living in the studio. (laughs) And going back to sustainability here, Yeah. right? We we need enough resources to to sustain our daily lifestyles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is the carrying capacity of our planet? How many human beings Maximum occupants. What is the maximum amount of humans this planet can support with the resources that it possesses. I believe that the fire marshal states that you can have a maximum occupancy on the earth of 30,000 people. And we have well, we're looking at really billion. I mean we're, we're really a over 7 billion. We've 8 really, billion by 2024. Yeah. What, what's what, what where what, what's the max the planet can hold? Well, I think we're going to have to focus more on more agricultural stuff. Uh, there's a lot of still Land that isn't being farmed, but, but then, but then, what about where are you going to put these fucking people? But is the land that we're going to have to force? We're unfortunately, we have to force people to say you have to live over here and over here. We have to spread them out more. We need to fucking get. Have we you need... flown over this country? Yeah, lots of open space. Yeah, for farming, for agriculture, for our food. Is that land farmable? Uh, and then take into account the 
accelerated climate change that we're experiencing, are we going to be able to grow the crops that we need? There you Um, go. This is the thing. Where will we be growing those crops? If we find all the white supremacists and we execute them, we would have space, right? Wouldn't we be able to make this? Not that many. We can, can we still execute them though? Honestly, I, I it sounds fucked up, but I think that we should mandate not only in this country but in every country around the world a two person max limit on a family size. I think and we focus on Dan zero, hits one of the points that I thought of growth. while yeah. while just brainstorming ideas for yeah. this. Um, we're, we're looking at all the Fritos out there watching Ouch My Balls. Yeah, and yeah. And they're, they're reproducing exponentially out of control, yeah. you know, yep. tons of children. Yep. Look at the Duggars. And then we got the yeah. educated. We, no one needs them. No, the Duggars, we could kill them all. Yeah. That's fine. If Yeah, just do that, someone. I'm not going to, because I don't That alone. A... Imagine that family wiped off the face of the oh, earth. Oh, God, it'd be what great. Would save the economy. Oh, it'd be great if the Duggars were gone. The earth would probably be saved. Can we put them on a rocket to the sun? Just like a, just a single rocket, yeah. just send them all. Dr. They're Cox was on a roll. There. Kids, they're grand. Sorry, go ahead, Dr. Cox. I'm so, sorry. And, and, you know, just like I was thinking of all those Fritos out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From uh, Idiocracy. Yes, yes. And that's kind of where I'm going with this. Yeah. Idiocracy. I don't think I paid attention through most of that. What is a Frito in relation to Idiocracy? Frito's an individual. He's a character. He's his name. His parents named him Frito. Oh. <laughs> The commercialization yes. of, you know, the, in the future. And basically, the, the, you know, the connection that I, w- I want to be made here is um, the, the educated, the informed. Yeah. They're, they're not having five, ten kids each. You're right. Look, yeah. look at me for The beginning of no that children. movie. The beginning of that movie does that so well. And yes. Dr. Cox, if I may, because I think you hit the nail on the head. Dan, you said you didn't really pay attention. So the beginning of the movie enters. Enter the beginning of the, the film. Dan, 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 there he is. Okay. So it's a man and a woman. They're obviously very highly educated, right? Yeah. And they're talking about how, like, they're not ready to have kids yet. They're, like, working. They're married, but they're working on it. They want to get through their degrees first, right? Then you go over to Billy Bob, Bo Bob. Oh, we just won the state finals, and I'm going to have sex with my girlfriend in the backseat of my car. And then it goes back. You can usually leave And and I do believe this... uh, Gentleman that you speak of was not just knocking up one chick, but yeah. Knocking up and then, chicks. and then you see yeah. him like you see his family tree is just like it's just continuing because yeah. you know the 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 people in the south that are stupid, and then you've got these people, and you go back to the people that are educated, and they're like, well, in this economy right now, and with the way things are going, I don't think, and but you can see them vis- visibly aging, yeah. and then it goes back to the to the the white trash people. And it goes down, and now, you know, it's his kids. And he's like, I'm going to be a grandpa. I'm going to be a great-grandpa. And it just continues. Which is how we got Trump. Exactly. So I guess the point that the beginning of that movie was making was you have these people that have an IQ, you know, they're sub-70. Yeah. Easily. And they're having kids because all they do know how to do is drink and fuck. Yeah. And 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 birth control is not allowed. By their religion. Exactly. And then you've got the educated people that are like, well, we should think about having a child before having a child. Yeah. And it's just like, no, you need to start fucking like rabbits. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. you need, need to more, start fucking. Yeah, your gene pool needs to get around. Like, I need to, to bear so many more children. Ugh. 
because my kids. So, ladies, if you're listening in, uh, I, I do have some good genetics. If, uh, if there you go. Interesting. Yeah. I, I, I could Cox. definitely be a sperm bo- or what is it? Sperm boner. I just sperm boner. Even... Yes. Okay. Yeah. Just, just checking here, Dan. Why. Dan. I, well, no, I was thinking, <laughs> is it really a, a humanitarian issue if we if we come out with a law? Here, let's just let's just keep it at home here in the U.S. Sure, every every person has to register if they want to have a kid, and the police will knock on your door if they see a bunch of kids running around. They want to say, "Okay, we, we need to, we need to see a permit." But the question is, what do you do with the kids then? Do you well, know, you, you grandfather, you say, "Okay, if they're already living, you don't have to kill them." Okay, but what I'm saying is, okay, so you give a license. I'm with you. Yeah. Okay, but you give a license to someone for two kids, and they right. have four. Okay, what are you gonna do? As a country, how do you, what do you say? I'm going to take them away? We're going to kill them? You know what I mean? No, one of them gets a vasectomy. Other things that we could You give birth control to the mother. You put in the fucking water supply. I don't know. And for example, you know, can can we have controls and legislation over the bearing of children? Or are there other things that we can ration? Now, for example, there are countries... Around the world, yeah, that have laws about driving your vehicle. So, for example, if your license plate starts with a one, mm-hmm. in some countries you can only drive Monday, Wednesday, Friday. If your license plate has a two, you drive Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, what? and everybody gets to drive on Sunday. Going back to infrastructure here. Wow, I didn't. I never knew that was a thing. Either did I. It was presented. By, you know, one of the scholars at the workplace. And I, I looked and I'm like, no kidding. And I found that very interesting. That's that's exactly the reaction so I'm having right now. <laughs> and th- this is honestly the way I do my everyday yeah. bump and grind. Yeah. Like, I keep it interested and intriguing. And yeah, you have to. It's why, I, you know, I, I got a very large popularity boat. Mm. What if we all just switch back to bicycles? <laughs> Einstein you know, wrote a bicycle. Uh, uh, I, th- I do believe I, I had the uh, uh, amount of water I don't want to, to, to make a bike. All right. Give us the amount of water to ride a bike but or to make a bike. To However, make... we are going to need to take a break. Yeah. You know, I, I, I do need to go rub one out real quick. He does. Um, he really does. And you can I, do that I, I know I saw the bicycle one. Uh-uh. I, I, uh-uh. I may not have had it, but either way, the water goes into making a bike. And... I want to leave. How much water does it take audience. to make the water? <laughs> How much you know, water does it take you know, to make water? Interesting. And there, there's two things that we should really throw out there to kind of put a, a conclusion or, or, or closure on our discussion. Well, we don't have to have closure. We just need to. Get, we need the sponsors to get. <laughs> Uh, you know, I do, I do love the sponsors. Well, you know, maybe let me, let me feel this out. I wanted to leave with a quote. Okay, go ahead for the audience. Yes, I do think we got to put out there for the record. Yeah, when the planet will, as currently estimated, reach its carrying capacity. Okay, don't and, and Google it, you assholes. How many individuals that will be? Well, I, I know, yeah, because of the workplace, but I yeah. did a little screenshot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, I, sure, I sure. Copious yeah. notes, but I want to I want to quote. You know, one one of my favorite. Musicians, great songwriter, horrible voice, but he makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. And in the song number 41 by Dave Matthews, he says, I wouldn't take any more than I need. Hmm. And yeah. that's just always resonated with me as a, yeah. a powerful lyric. And every yeah. time I hear that, it, it really gets me to think of 
how I can not take more than I need in one given day, but only take what I need to sustain my lifestyle. Yeah. I, I like that. I like Dave Matthews. I think his voice is not the odd, best. It's odd. He's, he's his songwriter or him uh, as a songwriter is really good with that's stories. It is subjective. Yes. But listen, we're going to be right back with Dr. Cox. I'm not going to lie to you. My mind at this point is fucking blown regarding water. I didn't really ever think about water as a thing. I hope you're enjoying the show. Leave the comments in the comment section. Leave the comments in the comment section, and we'll be right back. Don't put your comments anywhere else, goddammit. Nowhere else. During this break, I'm going to enjoy several products that require copious amounts of water. Mostly lube. We'll be right back. I'm pouring it out. If you're looking for a refinishing, a sealing, and a protection for your cement services, especially your garage, check out Eagle Epoxy at eagleepoxy.us. They can also be found on Facebook at Eagle Epoxy or their phone number for a free quote, 585-402-4971. Tell them the Rockness Monster sent you for a free quote. Check them out. And welcome back. Cats and chicks out there to written radio podcast something land with the thing guy. Hi, thanks for real exciting back. stuff. That's Super good. exciting. Um, we're back here with uh, Dan's here as always, unfortunately, and Dr. Richard Cox is here uh, discussing. We're discussing water and um, the impacts ecologic ecologically um, in the things that we do every day. Uh, honestly, I'm gonna uh, during the break we were talking and. Uh, these are a lot of things I, n- I never thought of before. I never, like, I never thought yeah, you of... You don't think outside of yourself, ever. That's not true at all, um, but thank you for that. I never thought of, like, you know, how much water goes into making plastics, how much water goes into mining, how much water, how much water goes in. And again, you know, we want br- to bring up the discussion of water being a finite resource or not, um, which I think Dr. Cox brought up a great conversation point in terms of that. Um, so, again, leave your comments below in the comments section um, because we want to hear from you. And I'm curious. So, you, you know, even another way to look at it, is it renewable or is it non-renewable? I mean, I don't know. I hope that it's renewable. I certainly hope so. I mean, I learned about the water cycle, as you brought up, you know, in, in high school. That's the first time you learned about Oh, In high school, I learned about I knew all about it. Evaporation, condensation, precipitation, all the shun- masturbation. Yeah, a lot of shuns. A lot of shuns. So where do we go from here, Dr. Cox? So you know what I was thinking? And going right, leading right off of uh, the, the water cycle and, you know, water on the surface, it's evaporated, clouds form condensation, and then precipitation occurs, and you get the runoff back into the large bodies of water. Uh-huh. Well, we, we mentioned Earth reaching its carrying capacity, and water is a resource that our planet does bear. Sure. And it's one of the unique reasons that sustain life on our planet is the fact that we have water in the liquid phase, yeah. you know, on the surface. So going back to the carrying capacity and when we'll reach it, um, I was kind of shocked while facilitating, you know, just an educational experience mm-hmm. on, on this said topic and looking at population growth. And we're, we're at about seven and a half. Uh, billion right now, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, eight billion come twenty twenty four. So here's the mind blowing stat. You ready? I'm ready. I'm holding. Scientists on. estimate there's enough resources on this planet 
to, to maintain sustainability up until about 9 billion humans. So we're at 7.5 now. We're talking 9 billion. 8 billion in 2024. You ready for it, audience? We'll hit 9 billion by 2040. In which case, I'll... We're talking... There aren't enough hurricanes on the earth to wipe these people out. You know? We need a good blight. We need, like, a good plague yeah, we to like just kill a bunch of people. Blight. Yeah, just to kill. We need a good black plague. Yeah. It doesn't need to, you know... It, it, now, is that a viable option? Or remember from the first show, yep. I, I don't come in saying... What, what I believe, yeah. but I, I'm throwing facts out here. Yeah, We're now educated. We're now informed. Yeah. And going back to that quote that I left us with during break about not taking more than you need. Yep. There, you know, I'm guilty of it myself. I'll openly admit it to the audience. Sure. There are times where I overindulge. Well, yeah. Do I need this extra? Yeah. Do I need, you know, this? And Do I need those you know, Star Wars collectibles I, I, made of plastic? I, 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 I kind of want to give myself a you laughable do. moment. Yeah, I do. Um, Al was on recently on the show, and there was a time yeah, where yeah, that's right. we, we sat at an airport leave, getting ready to leave Las Vegas, yep. and I'm sitting there with a phone that the battery no longer charges easily. I'm shaking it, wiggling it, holding the thing up and down, mm-hmm. and I've got the mindset of I'm not going to take more than I need. I, I have a, an iPhone. Yep. Yep. It calls most of the time, charges some of the time, do I need to replace it, or how long can I handle using yeah. it in this broken fashion? Yeah, and LFs at me. He's like, "Seriously, what the heck are you doing?" Yeah, you know. So a week later, I had to just because of infrastructure. I need to be able to communicate. Yeah. The, the whole job, people need to get a hold yeah, of me, yeah. et cetera. If there's an emergency, I need to be able to call. It out. makes sense. I can't be wiggling that my phone. Makes sense. Having a stroke on the floor. Yeah. So, you know, it comes back to how much, you know, do you need? Do you, and water goes into everything. And we're talking about, is it finite? Is it infinite? Is it renewable? Is it non-renewable? Knowing by 2040, we're going to be stressed and strained for resources. We've stripped, I love the word stripped. Stripped. The resources from this planet for all of our commodities yeah. to make our daily lives easier, to provide the infrastructure that we see. Yep. You know, is there ways we can individually make cutbacks? Will it inconvenience your lifestyle if you don't have this or don't do this? But will enough people commit to or that for it to, could for you it to matter? To it? And it, it comes back to that of... Will one person make the difference, or will the informed be able to make the difference? It, it may be the best viable approach that we have. Yeah. Because we're not going to end all cell phone productions. It ain't no. going to happen. No. Um, no we're, we're not going to end mass transport from California to New York just so we can have a tomato. Yeah. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But can we look at ways of doing things more efficiently? Sure. Well, that's why we keep having uh, babies so that they can fucking figure it out someday. <laughs> keep having children. The- someday theoretically out. speaking, here there are a lot of smart people in the world right now, and they are they oh, absolutely are figuring out these problems. But man, things are looking bleak. We are fucked. 
Well, as a as a people, we are we are fucked, and as of recent things, I mean, we're devoid of any moral conscience, um, except for the people in this room. Yeah. Okay. And a few others. What? What, Dan? Well, they have their own moral compass. Fuck those people and their moral compass and their and their moral compass that says that white lives matter only. Fuck those people that say that, you know, God bless America and nowhere else. Fuck those people that say that kneeling is a big issue in the NFL. Fuck them. Fuck all of them. We need to think about this, this kind of stuff. Water. Where, not you, just water, but where are we, what are we going to do? You know, I, and I think this would be an interesting point. We, we, early on in this show, we commented on the prediction of the cool, wet summer that we had. And I know everybody enjoyed the hottest ever recorded October in the city of Rochester. It goes down as the hottest yeah. ever. Gross. It was bad. All right? Now, we, we, I remember saying in the first show, for every action, there's an equal and opposite you did reaction. Say that. Governing laws of science here. So we had this extremely warm September, October. That's when we got our summer. That's when we had our 90-degree days. Yeah. All right? What does winter look to bring? And when we really think of this, you know, we bring in that climate change variable. Um, the, the way the jet stream pattern's setting up right now, we're right on the roller coaster tracks to see the, the rainfall we're seeing outside right now. So for the next series of, let's say, week plus, maybe a few weeks, every storm that comes across the country is going to come right through here. It's on that track pathway. It's going to come down and, and move across right through the state of New York, right through our, our area. Yeah. And when, when we really start to think about it, you know, let's talk winter here. When we had that beautiful warm weather in October, yep. we were stuck under high pressure. The Atlantic was controlling it with all the hurricane storms in September, keeping the sunny, clear skies here. In October, we had high pressure set up again that couldn't force its way out. Now we're stuck under a very big pocket of low pressure. Yep, yep. And that low pressure is going to bring with it polar Arctic air. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'm, one, going to make the firm prediction we're going to see some of those polar vortexes we saw for the winter of 2014, 2015. So what you're saying it's going is to be extremely cold. get my snowblower ready. In, it, it's not just my prediction. It's also coupled with the Farmer's Almanac, mm-hmm. which has been spot on. To, to date for this calendar year, Farmer's Almanac is calling for a cold and snowy winter for the Northeast. Southwest, That's us. Southwest is, is going to have a, a, a warmer, drier. Makes so sense. So they're going to get out in the Southwest. They're going to get the pocket of high pressure that we've seen in the past couple of years yeah, yeah. where it was much more pleasant. We're going to see the low pressure that they got. We're going to see the snow. We're going to see the Arctic cold. And it, it's going to remain stagnant here it's not going to just come one day and be gone the next so okay so for our listeners out there let's let's provide some function doctor when would you say would be the best time if you're a homeowner to start to winterize your house winterizing mean you know batten down the hatches clean everything up get everything ready for winter uh take your snowblower in for maintenance you know, what's the, when do you think is going to be the best time for our homeowning listener, homeowner listeners 
to to do that? I, I think it's an excellent question. Thank you. And I tried. My my, my 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 honest answer, and you know, yeah. battling the weekly bump and grind yeah, like yeah. that I do here. What you know, when you get the time, I'll be honest. I did a full um, pull apart, clean out, and repair rebuild on my whole furnace system. I, I pulled all the ductwork apart, but I worked on it over a course of a month on one weekend day, maybe a night after work. So the more you can do when you get that opportunity, um, it, one, it'll be less stress on you. If you try to tackle it all in one day, you're going to overburn yourself. You're going to burn yourself out. You're going to make yourself sore. You're going to be tired. True. Um, why did I do it? I'm looking at going back to that efficiency piece. Mm-hmm. I'm only one person. Will me being more efficient help ultimately the planet and the environment? Absolutely. I've now rebuilt my whole furnace system. Mm-hmm. It's much mm-hmm. more efficient. I found tons of leaks in the ductwork. Oh, I shit. The leaks. I, I had carbon monoxide leaking into my basement. Didn't know about it. That explains it, a lot it, of things. It, it was a very <laughs> informal. Right. It does explain why I have a little, little out there audience. But, He's uh, wearing pants on his it, torso <laughs> and shirts on his leg. Well, you know, after that break, I couldn't quite get things back together. Uh, <laughs> I, I did, what happened to uh, my lap dance? kind of lost Your my dog bench. is somewhere. Well, hopefully uh, she, she makes it to a good home. Hopefully. But, you know, with that whole prevention, um, I, I've been working on my vehicle. Mm-hmm. I, I rotated the tires a few weekends back. I've got the oil to change. I've got the new wipers ready to go. I've got the air filter. So when it stops raining, I can, you know, get ahead on this. Yeah. Thing, just by being prevented. So what's and a good date, a roundabout date that we should, a cutoff date, your prediction, that we should have, because everything you're saying is absolutely correct. However, when? When, like, when is it? When you have the time and the opportunity to make progress towards some of those things that need to be taken care of before winter, mm-hmm. work on them. Um, an exact date or deadline, it's going to be hard to forecast. Okay. But we, you know, we, we may see moderate weather for the next short while. After that, we may have a big event. And we may see moderate weather followed after that. Yeah. But at some point, I do believe it's going to get cold and it's going to stay cold. And there's going to be probably good snowpack on the ground throughout the duration of the winter. So just start working on things when you can. Next like, weekend. For example, I, I brought in all, you know, all my garden plants yep. that I want to keep over yep. the winter. So that stuff's in. I've started putting stuff away. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got the garage ready. You know, it, it, raking the leaves. Yeah. It, it's a, a task that takes time. Nobody wants to do on their day yeah. off. Um, it, it, it's a bit of labor. Yeah, next weekend. It puts strain and stress on you. Well, the so, fucking trees are still green. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned that. Because of the August. And, and, you know, I've only got maybe 40% of my leaf litter laying on the ground right now. Ridiculous. But my, my best advice for the, the audience um the, you know, the typical household is be, be preventative and don't stress or strain yourself, but work on things as you can um, an hour a day yeah. is a good start. And that's basically what I devote to it. I devote an hour a day to be a fucking vacation for me. W- working on a project. You know, I mean, you're never going to get everything done in life that you want to get done. But if you work on it a little bit here and there. In the end, you'll have the feeling of you accomplished a little bit and you were able to make progress 
on whatever that goal was that you were trying to work on. Because yeah. I, I know myself, I've got 25 projects I'm in the middle of. Yeah. I'm making progress on all of them. Yeah. yeah. Am I happy with where I'm at? Sure, because I'm putting a little bit of time yeah. on balancing it out. But in all actuality, will I ever be done? No. Something else is going to come up that you can't and, and predict. if you're someone like Rockness, I mean, you've got video games to play, so... Just, there's not enough time in the day. Well, okay, well, I do enjoy. I love how you. I love. I love how you go there. I always ration in. I love how you go there. Okay, so, I, just no. Just yeah. show. You, hang on a minute, okay? Hey, it, even the I'm doctor devotes about, an hour a day to video. Yeah, games. I, I'm talking. I an hour a day. I'm over here. Hour. Yeah. It's what do you do? And what do you do that's a stress reliever? An hour a day. Oh, I also beat off. Oh, you got you have to. That's and I, I devote thirty punch, minutes in the I morning and thirty in the afternoon. Okay, that's healthy. I play video games, and it's a de-stress. And it's come to a point where it is an hour a day, and that's it. And then I go and do house things. I clean the home. I clean the kitchen. Now I need to winterize my home, so I have to do my maintenance on my snowblower. So don't fucking we, sit here and tell me about my goddamn video the, game uh, playing. Shut up. Why don't we jump into the fuck yous or take a break here? What do you want to do? Um, I mean, I say we take a break. It's Critical Mass can now be found at the 8oClockStop.com. That's the 8oClockStop.com. We're there with the Hypothetically Speaking podcast as well as Three Dicks Picks podcast. Check us out there. That's the 8oClockStop.com because everything starts at 8 o'clock. All right, thanks for sticking with us. Uh, we've got Dr. Cox still in the studio. Dr. Cox! And um, if you haven't killed yourself based on what you've heard already. Not uh, yet. Hopefully you can be part of the solution and not the problem. Dr. Cox, what should we do? What's, what's the end all here? End all. So, you know, as I like to emphasize, just uh, being aware and... Uh, being cautious and conscientious of what you're doing um, is, you know, the, the best thing that each and every one of us can do. And I think going back, and, I, you know, I'd love to see the feedback we get from the listeners on is water finite or is it infinite? Uh, you know, is it renewable or is it non-renewable? And I really want to, you know, accentuate the point that I made um of we, you know, we're at seven and a half uh, billion right now. We're looking at eight billion by twenty twenty four, and we're looking at nine billion around twenty forty. And just think of you know w- what you've consumed today in terms of food, um, the amount of water that went into making that. So, for example, if you had a breakfast sandwich with some type of meat, eggs, um, cheese, and then the the bread and the wheat and all that stuff, you know, to grow the wheat to raise the. Uh, Whatever it is, the beef patties made out of to raise the the cheese. Um, I'm sorry, you know, there, there's a lot that goes into it. I, I I think there was a little bit of. Uh, I like that. I think he was giving himself head over there. Yeah, no, he I was. The, the he desk. loves his vape so much that he just couldn't put it down. Right. For. 20, 30 minutes at a time. So what he does is he puts the microphone to the side and bends over. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I, I'm I, sorry. I thought Dr. Cox was in the middle of I, I, speaking. I, 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 I he thought he was giving himself a, 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 a little roadhead or something over there. Look kind of awkward. Okay, so what we can do every day, and what goes into your breakfast sandwich, you fucking and, and, prick. And, you know, just be, be aware of, uh, you know, what you're doing. And, you know, any small thing that you can do, um, just in terms of conservation of resources, and, you know, it's challenging and there's always going to be uh, 
setbacks, you know, to sustain your lifestyle, eating on the run versus eating at home, um, getting locally grown products versus products that are brought in from across the country. Uh, you know, just be aware, be conscious of it. And I don't think the problem is going to be solved overnight, but no, you're right about that. There, it's, it's a huge impact. And w- without our planet earth, none of our lifestyles are going to be sustainable. That's so we got to appreciate and respect the, the resources that we have and utilize them at their fullest potential. Uh, Absolutely. To, you know, set a good foundation for our future generations. I well said. Well said. I definitely agree. I definitely agree. You know, we're we're a society of here and now. We're dis, we're a society of no patience. Um, you know, you want to watch a movie. Don't you talk about my society, man. I will fucking talk about your society. That's my quarterback, man. <laughs> That's my quarterback. All right, so Thank you, um, Dr. Cox. Yes, thank you. Um, thank you for having me back, and uh, hopefully the listeners provide good feedback. And, yeah, uh, you know, I'm, I'm welcome back in the future, and I boot off the stage. Yeah, no, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, you're welcome back a second time, and I would, I would love to have you back a third time. Every time we talk to you, I feel like I learn. I definitely learn more science wise um, in what's going on with our world. Um, honestly, I had no idea because you kept telling me he was like, I got something. I got something, uh, you know, we're going to get into it in the show today. I just, you know, and we got into water. And, you know, water, what do you th- what do you think of when you think of water, Dan? Mm. I turn the faucet to cold and I fill up a glass. That's what I think of with water. What do you think of? Wow. What do I think of when I think of water? Exactly. You know, I guess I think of Dr. Cox's beautiful face now. Now you do, yeah. It, it, it did, you know, and, I, and I'm guilty. I did a little exfoliation. He this looks morning, good today. A little soaking. Yeah. A little, he looks little good growing. today. He looks good, and he's single, ladies. He's ladies. He's single. He knows a lot about and, water. And he's looking to be a sperm boner. <laughs> sperm boner. <laughs> All right, if let's you get, get pregnant. Um, let's get in our fuck yous today. Um, Dan, do you want to go first? You want me to go sure, first? No, I'll go first. I'll um, go first. Then I got one too. Malls. Malls. <laughs> not, <laughs> not every mall, but and not just the mall itself. Like not being in it, but my God, driving around it. Uh, holy hell! Do I want to not only hit every single pedestrian that I see walking around <laughs> with the my gas, car, but I just want to blow through stop signs. I want to smash into poorly parked cars. Of course, I want to smash into cars that aren't using their signal or just going too slow. I, I get it. There's there's kids around. You want to slow down, right? But fuck, I am a point A to point B person. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of little points in between at the mall. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, the seagulls. Oh, can I just run them over, please? Yeah, you can. The it's mall actually general, legal. Like, okay, you, you come out of a mall, there's a crosswalk, and you're supposed to stop. And then let these people cross over the... But they take forever. They come out of the, the door, and then they start walking diagonally. Oh, like, my God. Are they, are they just going to walk down the sidewalk? Or it's a woman with a walker. It's a yeah. woman with a walker trying to cross. It's like, you shouldn't be at the mall to begin with. The amount of senior citizens in this town alone. Power walking? They got to go. I mean, we're talking about overpopulation. Guess what? The seniors got to start dying. Oh, they can't die soon I, enough. I just... There's too many of them. So many. Old people just fucking piss me off. I, I've said that time and time again. Oh, all the time you hate old people. I hate old people. I hate. I just hate everybody with diabetes. That's why we put a gram- my grandma in a home. Damn. She can't harm anyone in right. the home. Right, she can't 
create anger exactly from other people. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, fuck you to just the mall experience. Absolutely. Uh, that's it for me. That's it for you. Yeah. All right. I'm. I'll go. I'll go. My fuck you goes to a certain type of person, mm-hmm. of which I cannot stand, and that's um that's late people. It's people that are late. <laughs> I don't mean late on their period, um, which has always been an issue. I'm late on my period. Unless you want them to be late on, your, on their period. I mean, yeah, if you want them to be, but sometimes you're just like... That, that's what toothpaste is for. Uh, toothpaste? Toothpaste. It's been scientifically proven if a woman urinates into a cup with toothpaste, if the toothpaste bubbles, she's carrying. If the toothpaste <sighs> doesn't bubble, she's not carrying. Well, there you go. At home pregnancy test, everyone. Pay attention. Number ten dollars. There you go. Enjoy. Um, It's go ahead with your fuck you. It's late, people. So Mm -hmm. when you're late, so if someone says to you, someone says, "I'm going to be somewhere at noon," Mm -hmm. okay, and they're there at twelve o one, okay, acceptable. That's fine. It is what it is. They're a minute late. There's no use being angry over that. But when you tell someone, I want to be there, I'm going to be there at noon, and they show up at 1. Wow. That's an hour late. What that tells me is that you have no respect for me. You have no respect for my time. If there's anything that's the most valuable thing to a human being, it's their time. Oh, yeah. It's it's the time that they have. So if you, you know, I tell you say I'm going to be there at noon, I, I prepare for you to be there at noon. It's a preparation. I say, okay, I am prepared to receive this person at, at noon o'clock. Noon and, o'clock yeah, yeah. and now it's one o'clock. I have been sitting here for now. I could have used my time to do something else. I could have done some wood, woodworking. Could have played an hour of video games. I could have played an hour of video games. Yeah. I could have enriched the lives of other human beings. But instead, I'm sitting here waiting for you. Being late. When someone is late, when you are late, when you make plans with someone and then you do not show up at that time, what you're telling that person indirectly is that you have no respect for them. You do not care about them. You don't give a fuck about that person. So if if you're if you're late, fuck you. Fair. That's it. That's it. When I have an appointment, I'm 15 minutes early. Every time. Yeah, yeah. Every single time. And it annoys people. Why are you here already? That's fine. I'll wait in my car. I know I'm early. Yeah. I'll wait because I respect their time. I respect when another human being tells me at work, when I get to work, I'm a half an hour early every time. I get to work. I get there a half an hour early. I make a cup of coffee. I make a bagel. I get everything ready. I go to my desk. I'm still 10 minutes before my shift starts. Okay? Yeah. I know, Dan. Sleeping it, with my eyes open. I know. It's so, bor- <laughs> it's, it's so boring for you to be a good human being. How about a fuck you to long-winded stories? How about a fuck you to Dan, Dan, to just Dan, Dan? Okay? How about that? To Dan, Dan. But seriously, be, <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to be late, don't, don't bother showing up. It's that simple. Just. Well, that's a little harsh. Just be on time. Yeah. Just be, when you tell someone something. Be there. And things happen. Give them a call. Give them a call. Yeah, you got to stay incommunicado. But sleeping too late is not an excuse. That means you're a piece of shit. 
Um, you were shopping too long. You're a piece of shit. Yeah. That's what teenagers You do. got into a car accident. Understandable. That makes sense. Mm. And that's terrible. And I hope you don't still get into a car acceptable. accident. <laughs> no, still not acceptable. Okay. <laughs> Very good. But that's my fuck you. Late people, go fuck yourself. I hope you die in, in a terrible, terrible slow death wow. in front of your family. Um, Dr. Cox. Dr. Cox, do you have a fuck you? I, well, of course I do. And Please. You, you know, I find mine interesting after listening to yours and listening to some of the, the points that came up uh, sure. dur- during our show today. Um, my fuck you, it goes out to a, a, a general broad topic, and the topic is negativity. So Ooh. I, wa- I, I want to give a big fuck you to negativity. And, y- you know, just <clears throat> it's we're, we're surrounded by it. And I'll give a few examples. Um, for example, at work, I, I only hear about what, what's wrong. So you, you get this negative perspective back at you. Mm-hmm. you. You often don't hear praise. Now, I, I get I shouldn't be praised for doing my job sure. requirements. Sure. But if there's something cool and unique that I do, a hey, thank you would be, be nice and warranted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, another example of negativity. When driving, I can think of two, three incidents this week where I had somebody just cut me off, you know, fly around me one side, weave in and out of traffic. Mm-hmm. No, fuck and, them. Kill them. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, I'm not perfect. Calm down, Dan. I'm, I'm not perfect. I, I actually pull up, yeah. ignore the guy. It's a red light. Yeah. I freaking race him. And he's just blown away that his little toy tin car with the little loud freaking muffler on oh, it God, gets the... dusted by a V6 Dodge pickup truck. That little fucking I coffee can. I spun the tires. I smoked the freaking tires and lit him up. His girlfriend's just sitting there. They're arguing back and forth. I'm, look, I'm looking out of the corner of my eye. Light him up. And, you know, I mean, he got me fired up. I, and I'm guilty of being negative here. It happens. But, you know, I mean, even just Dan with the, the mall piece yesterday I, I was at the mall and you know no nobody stopped to let me go i sat there waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and when, when was the last time somebody you know stopped to let you go and it th- brings me to another time i experienced negativity i i'm at a an event i'm leaving there's a police car i don't want him behind me so i stopped i wave the police car out flash the lights he, he pulls yeah. out and the people behind me are honking and I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, I took one car. One car. It was, you know, it was a police car. I had good reason. I don't want him behind me. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want him behind I'm me. I'm like, either. yeah, we're going to let the cop go. So I'm going to do a good favor to Hey, buddy. But people are honking. And I'm like, what do you want? Like, come on. I'm doing one nice deed of the day. So yeah. I, I really, I strive to do a nice deed of the day. And at work, like, um, there's such negativity. Yeah. Where, where I work, there's two businesses that share the same copier. So we're not supposed to talk to or help or assist the other business. Now, when the copier breaks down and they're struggling, me yeah. being, you know, semi-mechanical and, yeah. and a fix-it person, yeah. I help them out and I fix it. Sure. And they always thank me. Yeah. Even though I'm not supposed to. I'm supposed to, you know, it's look their the problem. other way. Them fix- yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And be like, you know, fuck you. But, but you're, you're using their equipment, right? We share it, yeah. Yeah, so... But we're not supposed to assist or support them. So just, you know, like even at some of the events that I've been at this weekend, just being 
inundated with the, the negativity. And, you know, I just want to give a big fuck you out there. There needs to be more positive people that do nice things. Um, and I'm guilty of it myself. And when I find myself being negative, I, I really pull myself back for a second and take that positive pers- perspective and outlook on life. How can I do something nice? How yeah. can I reach out? Because yeah. there's going to be a point where, hey, I may need some help. Yep. Are people just going to drive by me and leave me there stranded on the roadside? Or is somebody going to pull over and say, hey, you know, you, you look like you're struggling. C- can I help you out? You know, can I give you a ride? Yeah, absolutely. Can I place a phone call for you do you need a rain jacket it's raining and you got a, a flat tire like what, what ever happened to those people that take that extra second <clears throat> do something nice um you know and it goes back to not taking more than you need we have so much stuff laying around our house and i'm guilty of it that i don't use can i donate it or help somebody else out a neighbor yep. that could use something yep. that I may have can I share that with them yeah and i'm i'm going to do a, a random act of kindness there's a 10 year old girl next door i feel guilty i've lived in this house for 10 years i don't know her name she was born right after i moved in so she's been there like the, the mother was carrying her mm-hmm. um when i bought the house mm-hmm. i don't even know this 10 year old girl's name so I've got just laying around a, a pumpkin, Halloween's in two days. Mm-hmm. I've got $25 worth of candy I bought, and that's Jesus. only two and a half pounds worth, folks. $25. But I'm going to fill the up this pumpkin. Is insane. And I'm going to go over when I get home from work, when she gets out of school, when the parents come home, because they always trick or treat. And I'm going to give her a whole pumpkin full of candy instead of just trick or treating at my yeah. house. Do something nice. Because, like, you know, I really felt empowered by it. Whenever we've had those big snowstorms, mm-hmm. I don't have a snowblower. Yeah. They I come over mine. and plow my driveway. Do they? Without me even knowing. I, oh. I went outside once to shovel, and I, I, I start shoveling off my, my step. I, I turn around the back of my pickup truck, and I'm like, whoa, there's no snow in the driveway. Yeah, awesome. And I can clearly see that, it, and I'm like, who the heck plowed this? That's nice. Yeah. So it was the guy next door. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, you know, Repay that favor back. I, I haven't done anything. I thanked him for it personally. Of course. Um, so fuck negativity, huh? Fuck negativity. Do a random act of kindness. And I tell you what, I strive for one a day, but I hit three almost every day. As you should. And by those, by the time I hit that third one, I've got a big smile on my face. I walk through the supermarket whistling and singing, and I'm as happy as can be. So I really just want to put out there, big fuck you to the negativity. And... Do something yeah. nice for somebody. Cool. Just randomly, just absolutely, as absolutely. An act of kindness count is not pulling my dick out in the grocery store. That's usually frowned upon, and there are several infractions that you could receive for what? said activity. So it does count as a good thing to do. To not pull your dick out. Well, right. this is the thing. It's going to be harder for them to see it anyway, so... My, it's not that my penis is short. It's they that do my have pubic hair is like mirrors. three feet long. They, they have the mirrors, though, <laughs> up in the ceiling. It's a horrible, horrible thing. Where, where the object appears closer than it is. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. incur. And, and, Gotta love concave uh, and convex lenses, the wonders yeah. that science can do. Of course, of course. So, acts of random kindness is is huge and uh, is my favorite. Um, I'm not a, a religious person. No. Not at all. Um, but if you ever see the movie uh, Evan Almighty with Steve Carell and Morgan Freeman. Uh, couldn't pay me to see it. Well, it was a great film. And um, 
It really, it really was. A it was great film. Was it the greatest? Film is the word he used. Listen to me. Was film. it was it the greatest? Absolutely not. Okay. But was it good? I, I enjoyed it. At the end of the film, going along with what Dr. Cox said, at the end of the film, they there was a flood and he had to build an ark. And I'm using quotations because it's biblical bullshit. <laughs> at the end of the movie, Morgan Freeman said, sometimes these things are symbolic. And he wrote the word ark. A-R-K, right? And he says, sometimes maybe you should just understand the message rather than what the story tells us. And ARC was an acronym. Act of Random Kindness. I like that. Do you see what I'm saying? I, I like that. I think you brought this acronym. up before. And what I'm saying, Random Kindness. Exactly. And, and, you know, sometimes we take these stories, oh, these biblical arc. stories, and we take them as... Like these, like it's truth. It's not truth. The Bible isn't a real thing. However, if you if you can understand the message, that's what's the most important. Thank you, Doctor Cox. That was that was fantastic. Fuck negativity and fuck all of you that are negative. Um, I had a great show today. Thank you for being with us today. Absolutely. And viewers, if you you like the uh, bullshit that uh, comes come gargling out of my mouth, that's right. Uh, hit, hit up that comment box. Definitely like us. And uh, if we get enough hits, uh, I just maybe Then back. we'll take you to Disney World. We'll take you to Disney World. Yeah. We're going to have, uh, we'll, we'll definitely have Dr. Cox back. He's going to be a fixture absolutely as a, as a guest here. So please. As the world slowly comes to an end, we're going to need more Dr. Cox. We're going <laughs> to, damn yeah, yeah. sure. And I'm going to be out there uh, working on the uh, in, in vitro or uh, just in, inseminating them yeah. uh, on, on my own. So. Fighting the good fight. Um, I want to well, thank, thank uh, I want to thank Dr. Cox for being here today. Absolutely, thank it's you. been a, an honor to uh, work with these. Uh, thanks, thanks, man. Friends, thank you, you so know, much. And, and I love them just as much as I love family. They're family to me, folks. Thank yeah. you, and your family to us. Thank you, Dan. Do you have any final thoughts? Uh, I don't know where I am. Okay. Uh, with that being said, I want to thank our sponsors. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to thank Eagle Epoxy. You can catch them at eagleepoxy.us. Um, we have the Genesee Beard Company. Um, check them out on Facebook, uh, the Genesee Beard Company. And then um, our friends that host us still, for some reason, the 8oClockStop.com. Um, there you're going to find a lot of podcasts as well as some percussions, uh, some music, some artwork. Um, Adam Donnelly is now being featured yeah. on their website uh, for his artwork. Um, if you need someone to draw something cool, did Adam do the three dicks picks? He did. He did too. the three dicks picks as <laughs> well as hypothetically that speaking. style was not necessarily, in my opinion, typical of Adam's style. Maybe he didn't, but. Uh, I know he did a hypothetically he did do the speaking. Three dicks picks, it's still funny. I know he did hypothetically speaking. They're penises that look uh, worldly. <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I think we got to thank toothpaste for saving everybody ten dollars on that. Movie. I think so. There too. you go. There you go. So I want to thank everyone for joining us today. Um, you guys, you have a great week. Um, we love you. Um, please like us, share us, leave some comments. Um, subscribe. Yeah, you tell don't your have friends. To like us. Just subscribe. Tell your dog. Tell your neighbor. Yes. Tell your amoeba. Tell your fish. I don't know. Tell them about us. We love you and we love entertaining you. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thanks okay. a lot, everyone. Go fuck yourself. See Go fuck yourself. Bye bye. They come from butt.